welcome to the Wicked Good Momcast, a podcast for Boston moms by Boston moms. A space to hear stories from real moms, to celebrate the beauty of motherhood, and to normalize its challenges. Tune in while you fold laundry, commute to work or school, or get cozy after a long day in the trenches. Motherhood is hard, but it doesn't have to be lonely. You are a Wicked Good Mom. And now, here are your Wicked Good Momcast hosts, Megan and Shannon. Hello, Wicked Good Momcast listeners. I have a very special treat for you on today's episode. We are talking to local Milton Mom Band members of the Lazy Susans. Have you heard of them? Did you see them on the Kelly Clarkson show? Did you read their numerous write-ups? We are going to hear the inspiring story of how they made their dreams a reality during the pandemic. Of course, we want to hear all about meeting Kelly Clarkson, and they are letting us listen to some new music clips from songs that they are currently working on. Today's episode is so fun and one that you do not want to miss. During the pandemic, some of us learned to bake bread, some of us rekindled family walks, some of us just survived the days I'm holding my hand up, but these local moms started a band. I am here with Joanna, Heather, Layla, Imge, and Martha of the Lazy Susans. Hi, ladies. Hi. 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 So could you each take a turn telling us your name, what instrument you play, and how old your kids are? So I'm Joanna Weiss. Uh, I play guitar. And my kids are 18 and 13. I'm Heather Shaw, uh, and I play bass guitar, and my daughter is 17. I am Layla Mitchell. I play percussion, a little keys, some lead vocals and harmonies. And I have an 18-year-old, a 13, and almost 12-year-old. Hi, I'm Imge. Uh, I play keys and bass, and I have two kids, 17 and a half and 15. Hi, I'm Martha. I play drums and I have, uh, we have two sons, uh, ages 18 and 15. Awesome. I'm so excited to have you guys on the show. I've been following your success and reading about you. Um, Joanna, could you tell us how you all met and also where did the name The Lazy Susans come from? (laughs) Sure. So we live in the same town, Milton, Massachusetts, and we met, I think all of us when our first kids were babies or in some cases, maybe in utero. Uh, and we, st- <laughs> once the babies were born, we, we kind of met through the neighborhood daycare, uh, neighbors. We started getting together for Friday night pizza every single Friday night. It was those days where your adult conversation happened when the kids were kind of rolling around in the other oh, yeah. room. Yeah. Uh, and over the years that evolved into really us kind of being surrogate families for mm-hmm. each other. You know, some of us don't have relatives in town and we really were each other's backstop. Uh, you know, if somebody needed something in a pinch, a ride, a little babysitting, uh, carpools, holidays, get togethers, just our kids think of themselves as cousins. We really just had this this kind of close family relationship. And all of our kids spent the years in bands, doing musical theater, different kinds of shows. Some of our husbands play in bands. Um, we were usually in the roadie role or the groupie role or the carpool transportation craft services role. You know, <laughs> we, we never played music ourselves until the pandemic happened. And one day we decided to do it. And I think just get, giving ourselves a name kind of helped it happen. I think it was Layla, who by profession is a branding expert, who said, let's be the lazy Susans because we all wanted to kind of take turns at the mic and take turns singing and sometimes swap up instruments. And it was like, Lazy Susans, we all know what that is. And we're not lazy, but we can spin it around. (laughs) 
That is so perfect. I love that. Um, Heather, how did the band come together in those pandemic days? Was this something you all had wanted to do or had talked about previously? Uh, good question. Not, not really. It was so, uh, if you go back to the holidays, uh, of 2019, my husband gave me a bass guitar for Christmas and I never really had uh, a purpose to use it. And I had been trying to do some lessons, uh, online and it quite wasn't coming together. And then, you know, flash forward to, you know, we're now in 2020 and everybody's in lockdown and we all kind of bubbled together as a group. So although we were very careful, there was a night where Joanna, Layla, and I decided to get together to have a couple glasses of wine. And I think about two glasses in, <laughs> I was like, Joanna, you play, you know, guitar. NG plays everything. I own a bass. Why don't we form a band? We can yeah. do this, right? Everything, everything sounds great with wine. So, yes. <laughs> so, um, and then there was this idea that if we all took turns, either singing or swapped instruments, which I don't know what I was thinking then, that that might be a really interesting idea. And then Layla, you know, kind of dove in and said, yeah, and call yourselves Lazy Susans. And that was it. You know, we had a name and we decided to get together and just kind of start learning some some covers with no expectations that it would really go anywhere. So in here we are now. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Layla, I was going to ask you, what was the moment you felt like the band had been discovered? I love this question because <laughs> I still think we're discovering ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's a little mind blowing to think that others outside of our five family, immediate families who we make sit down or we used to make sit down and listen to us um, have quote unquote discovered us. Um, so I think, you know, the we played Porch Fest about almost a year ago. Um, and an article came out in Boston Magazine written by, written beautifully by our talented Joanna in the band. Um, and that really sparked public interest in our story. And I, you know, when Kelly Clarkson picked it up, um, Kelly Clarkson Show, other media outlets were just emailing us and kind of sort of saying, hey, this is kind of an interesting story. Um, and of course, being on that show, we sort of entered into households that I've never even dreamed of visiting or going into. And I was getting mm -hmm. texts from high school friends, from people I had never heard from in years and years and years. And that was really, really special. And to me, that's kind of a discovery moment um, when you get to connect back with people you really hadn't heard of. And fast forward, a production company um, became interested in our story, very, very interested, interested in the fact that it had kind of a music infused platform. And so I think we're still kind of being discovered, but we're on this roller coaster ride that we're super excited about. Um, and then I don't know, maybe it was the moment when we got an offer uh, for a tastefully done calendar. I don't know, girls, was that the moment? Oh, we were oh, I didn't know about that. <laughs> yeah, we we didn't we didn't take that take up that discovery, but <laughs> we thought we made it when we got that offer. Uh, yeah, for sure. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, well, I want to hear all about the day you got the call from the Kelly Clarkson show. What did they say? What was your reaction? Tell us everything. <laughs> uh, per usual, crazy schedules. Uh, band practice at 9 p.m. on a Thursday. We were probably one to two glasses of wine in, which means we were really working through a song. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you notice the pattern here, right, with the wine? Uh, I'm um, with you. Yeah, we could hang. Yeah. <laughs> 
And Joanna yells out, you guys are never going to believe this. The Kelly Clarkson show is interested in our story. I think yeah, I yeah, used right, some right. bad words. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, 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 exactly. It was a little more profane than that. Right. Um, and so we immediately, um, you know, they said, let us know if you're interested. And we immediately said, hey, we're practicing right now. We, we did a little selfie and um, we said, yeah, we were interested in talking. And immediately we got a Skype link <laughs> that wow. night. So we uncorked another bottle of wine and we <laughs> gathered around the couch, um, just, you know, a couple of friends chatting and telling our story. And I think it resonated with the producers. Um, and Kelly, the next day, um, said that they were interested in having us out there. And I think the funniest part of that whole engagement was um, the potential, you know, they said, oh, if Kelly really likes the story, would you be able to, now this is a Thursday evening, mm-hmm. would you be able to next Tuesday come to Hollywood and film, you know, film, film on, on set? Oh my gosh, like four, four days. Four out of five. Yeah. So, and you know, as moms, you know, so four oh, yeah. out of five of us took our phones out. We went straight to our calendars, start mumbling. <laughs> okay. Okay. I have Friday. I've got, um, I got to, I'm doing soccer. I got to take people to soccer and somebody's like, I have a meeting on Monday. Heather just goes, what are you guys doing? Like, yes, we can <laughs> like, do this. <laughs> like, put the phones down. Heck, yeah, we're going to do this. I don't care what you have in your calendars. We're going to do this. So, you know, we, we had to reschedule, you know, reschedule like three days worth of yeah. pick band practices, pickups, who's doing this, who's getting that, you know, um, getting new clothes, which we hadn't had since before COVID. Right. And just, yeah, getting on a plane. It was awesome. That's so much fun. Heather, good job. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. MG, what was it like on the day of filming the show? Were you guys nervous? So, you know, that whirlwind of a week happened. We land there. um, And I think it really changed moment to moment uh, because the entire team at the show was amazing. And they all made us feel like we all belonged there. Uh, they prepped us, they supported us, they got excited with us. So, you know, at one moment, it would feel like we were just going to go hang out with a friend on a couch. And then the next moment, uh, we'd be pinching ourselves to see if it really was all happening. Um, and, you know, you step out onto the stage and the lights, the audience, and then you turn your head and Kelly Clarkson is there. And it was just like crazy. Uh, but again, Kelly Clarkson was also the most gracious host and um, just has a great way of making you feel comfortable, as well as her musicians with whom we were lucky enough to play with. And um, yeah, yeah it, was, it, it was yet another like roller coaster. We were super excited, we were nervous. We, were, we felt like it was just a regular day. It was just like all over the place. <laughs> yeah, well, let me say, okay, for any listeners who haven't watched this clip, go pull it up. Um, it's so fun to watch. And I never, ever would have assumed that you only had like four days to get ready for this because you all looked like rock stars. Your clothes were perfect. You honestly did not look nervous. Like when I came up with this question, like, were there nerves? I was like, maybe there were. But honestly, you guys were cool, calm and collected. It was fantastic. We had taken over it, the South Shore Plaza the weekend yeah, before. Yeah, sure. yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It was that. And it's also... Just the camaraderie. We, yeah. we had each other's back. And it was more of the excitement that we got to enjoy with each other. I love that. 
Hi, Wicked Good Momcast listeners. We will get right back to this fun conversation with the Lazy Susans. But first, they have been so generous and are gifting our listeners with an exclusive clip of one of their new recorded songs. Please enjoy. Bella the bar, packed in a jar. Sit on the counter, looks just like flour. Water and wine, will you be mine? Absent and mayhem, did you be? has being a part of this band given to you personally? Um, to me personally, I guess I would say, you know, the first thing that jumps to mind is just a new way to express myself creatively. I think a, a lot of us are in creative fields um, and it's just been kind of a rejuvenation, you know, to take a new direction and try something that we haven't tried before. And all of a sudden, you know, we're writing these songs um, and and just all like coming together and being more than the sum of our parts, which is really cool. Um, and also just getting an insight on what it's like to be in a band, you know, for real. Um, it's been really fascinating, you know, just balancing um, everyone's input and and coming together to make something, you know, that we didn't anticipate um, that becomes a Lazy Susan song. It's not, you know, uh, a Joanna song or a Martha song or a Layla song. It's a Lazy Susan song. Absolutely. Yeah. Joanna, what would you say to a mom who has dreams of her own, but in this season, motherhood is making it really hard to pursue those dreams? That happens to everyone, doesn't it? I mean, mm-hmm. you just, you, you feel like you want to give so much to your family, to your work, if you work outside the home, to your, you know, to, to, to the, to your volunteers, to the world around you, to all the things, all the many, many things and all the many hats that people wear. And it's really hard to carve out time for yourself. And yet a lot of guys find a way to do it, right? Many of our husbands have been in bands and they just kind of declared like, oh, going off to band practice, goodbye. Right. And what this I think experience made us realize was that you just, you have to declare it for yourself. You have to make the space for yourself. No one else is going to do it for you. And if you do that for yourself, everything else will, will fall into place. Maybe some of the laundry gets folded a little bit later, you know, maybe something gets delayed or set aside, but you have also created something for yourself. Oftentimes, I mean, I think like everyone's been saying, it's been wonderful to have something to do with your friends. Every minute that we're playing, even when we're working through something and struggling through a song or disagreeing about how to play something or what to do, it's still so much fun. There's still a ton of laughter. There's still a ton of camaraderie, whether there's wine or not. And there's often wine, but not always. <laughs> it's it's just having having that space that you have made and declared and kind of appointed for yourself. You Only you can do that for yourself. And I advise anybody to do it. I love that word declared because I, you know, I was thinking of the word create, but declare like this is mine and I Mm -hmm. need it and it's good for me and I'm doing it. Like, I love that word. 
And I also, I, I appreciate you talking about the laundry because truth be told, <laughs> I could not even pull out my desk chair to sit here for this interview without like pushing two loads of laundry away from the chair. So yeah. I am with you. Uh, Heather, what is your advice for balancing motherhood, jobs, other responsibilities, and also prioritizing yourself? Uh, that's funny because I was going to ask you the same question. So <laughs> um, I, I don't. I don't think it's a balancing act. I think it's more of like a managing act and yeah. not everything happens like at a hundred percent or even happens at all. Um, so I found myself prioritizing things in a, a different way, you know, looking at my time in terms of absolutes. Mm-hmm. So things that absolutely need to get done, things like, you know, my job, my career, um, certain aspects of parenting have to happen. And then things that can wait. I think we all agree that like folding laundry is one of those things that immediately fall into the category of things that can wait. But I I think what's important, especially for moms to realize is that, you know, your life doesn't have to wait until your kids grow up. I think there is, it's really important that we make time for ourselves to keep learning and keep trying new things. It's, it's a good example for our children. Um, I think it makes us feel empowered. It makes us feel more balanced. Um, I just know for me, uh, having a creative outlet that I've never had for and learning something new and struggling through something new has really got me thinking about, you know, just the way I spend my time in a different way. And it's been really great to have this as an, an outlet, you know, with friends and just kind of having that, that, complete experience of learning something new, but being able to do it with your friends at the same time. Absolutely. You know, we actually, um, last episode before you guys or gals, uh, we had on a wellness coach, Kristen Reed, and she's local. And we asked her a similar question. Um, I think though her question was more centered around like, how would you define self-care? And I told her I was kind of waiting for like, oh, go take a bubble bath, you know, get a massage. And I already was prepared to like roll my eyes and tune out. But what she (laughs) said was self-care is connecting to your authentic self. And that stuck with me. And I feel like maybe this is kind of what you are all experiencing together is. Go ahead. I saw I heard someone take a breath. Oh, this is Joanna. (laughs) I I was just going to say, I think we've discovered some piece of our authentic selves that we didn't know existed before. I yes. think that, I think we've brought out aspects. This has brought out just aspects of our personality and our creativity that we had never explored. It's mm-hmm. a completely new medium for all of us, even those of us who have done, maybe in case done everything. So, but the rest <laughs> of us had never, even if we've done a little bit of music, it hasn't been in this kind of setting. And so it's been really fun to to watch these friends that I've known for almost 20 years and see different aspects of them that I'd never seen before. Yeah. I mean, oh, we talked about also finding the passion that was there before the kids, before mm-hmm. the parenthood, before the professional job or all the responsibilities that you have. And you may have had of this passion and this energy that, you know, was boiling up in your early stage of life that you've kind of forgotten about, or you just need to kind of help that flame. And Mm -hmm. I think that's what this is about too. It's sort of making that time or declaring that time, as Joanna said, 
but then, you know, feeding that passion that you once had. And, and then that's when the energy of the, your youth kind of comes out and your identity oh, yeah. and who you really are, your yeah. authentic self. Yes, yes. And we only get this one life. You're right. If we were to put our dreams and our passions on holds until all of our kids turn 18 and, and head out on their own to live their life, that's just kind of sad. We don't need to do that. So I applaud you all. I know that it is not easy. Um, like you said, even going on Kelly Clarkson's show, which is so fun, that was a lot of work to get to do that. So it's mm -hmm. worth the work and it's worth the effort to do that for yourself. And I, I just applaud you all. And I know that moms listening need to hear this message. So thank you. Layla, do you have any stories of moms you've met who have been directly impacted by your story? And could you share one of them that stands out to you? Um, I was searching my mind and my emails for this. I, I think I do want to say that we have gotten some uh, overwhelming amounts of positive comments, text, email, people stopping us at middle school open house or the grocery mm -hmm. store and recognizing us. And um, I've, I've had a few during client meetings. I don't know if you guys have had that kind of a strange, you know, the client kind of leads off and said, and we have a rock star today. <laughs> like, okay, let me open my PowerPoint. Um, and so from all these many people, they kind of identify with our story in a lot of different ways. Um, whether it's the kind of the hardcore professional that have, that has said, um, oh, I really want to take my guitar up again, or the mom who, as we said, can't find time to breathe, much as less pick up a hobby that they've been dying to do, or the parent who's quickly becoming an empty nester, like three of us are, or not through empty nester, <laughs> we have other kids, but um, <laughs> for the first time, that that sort of starting of the empty nester-ish, mm -hmm. um, and reflecting back on like what I was talking about, our, our youthful days, where is that, where is that sort of young adult and that, that inspiration um, that we're looking for, but I think, you know, I, I've witnessed a couple of comments via um, like a LinkedIn post that I did and where one mom from Texas was like, oh, I'd really love to do this. And then another mom from Texas was like, wait a minute, I want to do it too. And I'm from Texas. And then they started their own conversation yes. about starting a band in Austin. And I think they are, which so that was kind of cool. Wow. But I got to watch this unfold. Um, and, you know, and any other also, even young females who are kind of, or any, anybody who's kind of young as, as Heather kind of um, sort of started talking about where we have at college age students kind of come up to us because I teach at college and, and so does Heather. And they're like, wow, we're like really inspired that you're a mom and you're a teacher and you also kind of rock out. I kind of want to do that when I'm older. Mm -hmm. So that was, you know, those are very inspiring to me as well. Yeah, definitely. What is it like? This is not in your script. I just want to ask it. What is it like being recognized out in public? <laughs> Anyone can answer. <laughs> Strange. Yeah. I don't know. Joanna. Okay. Joanna, go ahead. I'm trying to think of the the times. It, it is it's it's always a little disconcerting because you're like, what you're talking to me? It's it's kind of the way <laughs> yeah. I felt. It's kind of the way I felt when we were on Kelly Clarkson's when we were filming the Kelly Clarkson show and we were there with the band, we played a little bit for the outro of the show. We played an instrumental version of one of our songs with her band. And at one point, the the guitarist and the keyboardist turned to me and they said, we're going to start with two bars of E. What do you think? And I'm like, you're asking me? Like, this right. is, <laughs> <laughs> how, how am I even in this position? Yeah. So it's so it, it always it does feel that way. It, it feels a little bit otherworldly, a little bit out of body. Um, but it's also just 
it kind of goes to show that that everyone's a regular person, you know, mm-hmm. and and anyone who no, you don't have to be a special kind of brand of human to play rock music. You can just be an ordinary person, maybe a mom down the street, and you can do this. Yeah. Yeah, I love that messaging. That's awesome. And Gay, what do your kids and your husband think about the band? Um, my husband is very supportive. He's probably one of our number one fans in the crowd when we're out playing. Uh, my kids keep it real for me. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're <laughs> obviously happy for us all. And that's about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I'm, you know, I'm just their mom. Exactly. I'm not yeah. cool to them. I, you know, they're like, yeah, okay, good. This is great for you. I'm happy. But then it's more about like, what are we having for dinner? Yeah. I have two boys and they're constantly in sports and constantly hungry. So that's what I mean. They keep it real. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and they're right there. That's what we're talking about with the balancing act. Like, you know, you've got yeah. this this whole cool thing going on. You're on national TV and it's like, mom, what's for dinner? <laughs> so Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Martha, could you tell us where listeners can learn more about the Lazy Susans and also stream your music? And I also want to know, do you have any concerts coming up where we could go see you live? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we have a website, the Lazy Susans 86.com. 86 is um, the last part of our zip code. Um, and we are also on, you can stream us on Spotify, SoundCloud and Apple music. And then as far as live performances, we are going to be at Milton porch fest on Saturday, September 17th, um, at six Cantwell Ave at 4 PM, um, with a couple other great bands. And we have one more gig coming up, um, on October 22nd, the C note in Hull's cross street from, uh, um, Nantasket beach with an awesome band called assisted living. Very cool. Awesome. It has been such a joy to talk to you all today. I have enjoyed this so much. Hopefully some of our listeners are able to catch you at Porch Fest or one of your concerts coming up. Listeners, make sure you are following the Lazy Susans on social and downloading their music on iTunes. These ladies are going places and we want to follow, follow, follow. We will have all the links you need to connect with them in the show notes for this episode. Okay, does everyone remember popcorn reading at school? So the class would each take turns reading a sentence at a time of a story. Did anyone else do that? Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. I was like, wait. I, I, remember. It. I, was like, <laughs> I mean, no, I, I, did, I don't know if we called it, it that. I, go- but I, I, think go- it I Googled it. Oh, how funny. That's what we, we called it. But at the end of every episode, um, we ask our guests the same question. What are you loving most about living in greater Boston right now? So we're going to do this, what I'm calling popcorn style today. So can each of you just take a turn sounding off with one sentence about something that you're loving about raising your family in greater Boston right now? I'm going to, this is Layla. I'm going to say opportunity. Opportunity. Um, I'm going to say that living uh, so close to great culture and beautiful nature. So this is Joanna. I would say no matter what sport your kid is interested in or thinks they might be interested in, even as a spectator, and no matter whether the team is winning or losing, there's something to watch and talk about. This is Heather. I'm going to say mountains and ocean within driving distance, but also very cosmopolitan. Uh, This is Martha. I'll say as somebody who just dropped off their son in Virginia, um, the seasons, the wonder of uh, the fall and and uh snowball fights and uh spring awakening 
and Sama. Was that everyone? I think so. Okay. I think so. All right. (laughs) Listeners, I hope you've had as much fun listening to this episode as we had recording it. If you are enjoying the Wicked Good Momcast, please take 30 seconds to leave us a positive review wherever you stream podcasts. This small ask helps us grow in big ways so we can continue bringing new episodes to you. Thank you for subscribing and telling your friends that they need to listen. As always, you are a Wicked Good Mom. 